Hey everyone, this is Zach Broussard. I know a lot of you tune into this podcast to hear my voice. I have terrible news for you. I am still out of town. Uh, and by out of town, I mean sick in bed with a terrible virus. And it's not the virus you think. It's, uh, it's not COVID. I have got RSV, but my cat is fine. Mochi is, I'm alive. Mochi, let me do this again. It's so bad. I feel like I got rushed into it. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Welcome to Pussy Boys, the only and therefore number one podcast for real men who love their real cats. I'm Danny Solomon, and my pettable muffin is named Marv. My name is Adam Newman, and my squishable squishies are Greg and Holiday. My name is Nick Maritato. I have the cutest cat of all of them, and her name is Lily. And I am Fan Quok. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know what order these are coming out in. Listeners but. to the last episode might want uh, to reference mm-hmm. that one. Uh, because we don't have Zach Broussard we again. We don't have Zach Broussard again, unfortunately. He's but been sick a while. He's not so sick that he hasn't been here in weeks. Actually, we were... I think he might be. He told us he was having fever dreams. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Uh, all right. So, well, we might not have him for a couple more episodes. I don't know. Let's hope he gets better. Let's all... What do you do if you don't believe in God to get someone to get better? Oh, God. I normally pray it away, but... I know. I guess if you don't believe in God, just start jacking, man. <laughs> I, you know, there's no reason not to. Um, Jack your way off this mortal coil. It is interesting, and we won't... Everybody just jack off and think of Zach, and hopefully he'll get better. That's really... It's His like, whole family. It's a, think of the whole family. It's like how Tinkerbell comes back to life. Yeah, you think he'll hear, like, just a ringing in his ears a little bit? Like, if you're... <laughs> a tingling in his... Yeah, his hip. balls are ringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, you, you fought us so hard a couple episodes ago to do a, an in-person episode, and if we would have, we would all had this crazy uh, sickness that uh, Zach has. Yeah, but I already had it, so <laughs> yeah. I was fine. I figured that was what it and was. And I didn't, I didn't really need you guys to be anything but present and ready to go. And if it meant you guys getting sick, so be it. And don't worry, we were just kidding. Fan Quok, the Vietnamese soup maker. <laughs> from a few episodes ago is not in the room that no. was a joke that was a joke he did cook 300 cats into a soup and we are against that we That's decided right i don't know how would would you feel better or worse if he cooked 300 cats into one soup or he made 300 different batches of cat soup i think if it's into one soup that's a chili my man (laughs) (laughs) that's a that's a lot of meat that's a lot of meat that's a lot of uh two dollars extra for extra cat (laughs) yeah it's true now that's not funny at all no and we i didn't think we didn't laugh that that was the uh that was one of nick's drops that's right we have to move (laughs) quickly quickly move to our first segment which is called this week in cat um, I have one. Go for it. So, okay, my cat loves birds. Lily loves birds, but usually likes to watch them. 
every so often. <laughs> as opposed to what? Well, we'll talk about I it. Guess as you opposed to studying to them. them, reading yeah. ornithology books. Every so often, some sort of a bird or a leaf will get close enough to what her flat screen television is, which is the window, mm-hmm. and she'll lunge at it and put paws on the glass. And I'm always like, oh, wow, it's interesting. She 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 lies in wait so long that I forget that she has sort of instincts that is to claw, to kill, mm-hmm. or whatever she wants to do if she got that bird. She never has. So um, the other day, Ashley decided to just search YouTube for, I don't know what it was, just like cat, like videos for cats or something like that. Yeah. And uh, there is like a Study Beats style, like live video. Like, you know how if you're like Study Beats and it's just like somebody is playing live 24 hours stuff to study to, well, there is one for cats. There's multiple where somebody is just playing visuals and sounds uh, live stream 24-7 of things for cats. Yeah. And uh, Ashley, I was actually editing our podcast and Ashley put this on in the other room and she yells, Nick, quick, come here. And my fucking cat is watching TV, like sitting there watching TV. It's always on my TV is always on. Mm-hmm. And she we're sitting on our couch or wherever watching the TV. And Lily is sitting on like her couch watching us. That's usually how it is. She'll she sits and just watches us like it's uh, MTV's The Challenge, which is, <laughs> which is what's usually on, <laughs> which is what's usually on. So. Uh, I never even thought that she could recognize. The I always TV. wonder that too. Uh, you see so many cats on um, whatever YouTube videos who are like uh, chasing a d- 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 tennis player or a hockey player or something. <laughs> like I, when you're, where there's, there's like a dark thing and a light background, and they're moving around a lot. I'm like, they get that, but I, I otherwise they don't seem interested in the screen at all. Well, to me, based on Danny's research <laughs> on this podcast. I now know that cats can kind of see like humans can see. I always assumed that whatever was going on in their eyeballs, uh, it's just like we are not seeing the same thing. We look like like polygons to cats. I don't think they're seeing ghosts. I just think they they're constantly seeing a whole world of spirits around us. Well, that's definitely happening. But they are fully formed. Like they can see the entire the like the the very clear uh, shapes of the specters and yeah. all of the other things in front of them. So they're not just like blocky or blobs right. or anything like that. They're like in high def. And then she fucking jumped at the TV and started swatting and, tr- and trying to attack the TV. It yeah. was crazy to the point where I was like, oh, wait. She now is going to just do this forever. Like Maybe. I can't if you turn leave this the show on. Right, I couldn't. So I we turn. I was like, "Quick, Ash, turn it off. Turn the channel." And like we shut it off. She still chilled by the TV, like waiting to swipe and swat. So activated by whatever this quote unquote cat YouTube channel this was. So I always assume, and I, I still think this, that when the reason why Marv likes to go outside and look, or just look out windows, which all most cats do, if not all of them, uh, is that that's their TV. That's like the TV. Them yeah. s- seeing outside is like them watching TV. So I, I, you know, I watch TV all day. It's only fair that Marv should get to go on the porch and watch his TV. But then if you're willing to put something like, you know, we have a video that we put on sometimes when we leave, which is just a tree stump. And it's a very active tree stump with a lot of different animals <laughs> running around with squirrels, birds, you name it's it. It's not a Tracy Lord's porno from the mid 90s. No, but I would, uh, those are out of circulation. That's right. She was underage. That's illegal. So I don't uh, know this reference, and it sounds like I, that's probably good. It's a Danny thing. Yeah, it's just me. 
<laughs> but this is like this is like the hottest porn to Marv, I guess. Or or not really. It's like Breaking Bad to Marv. Describe this stump. It's a tree stump that's uh it's pretty thick and it's about a foot high and uh yeah, and like all these it's got a wooded background and it's just all these woodland creatures are milling around it. Cartoon? No. This is live action. This is real. This, this is was real. taped and a real American tree stump. Do they what do they do they bait the tree stump with like you know, I I think it's a hot food. area anyway for animals, but yeah, I'm sure they throw in a little bit of incentive for some of these guys to fly around and. Do you hang think out. like Marv's like one of his like big dreams is to like have you take him to the stump one day? It's kind of like <laughs> going to see the Price is Right or something like that. Yeah, he's like, always oh, dreamed a lot about... smaller in person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, I could take him to any stump too. He's kind of stupid. <laughs> you got to make sure those animals are milling about. But like. uh you know, it, he sees these types of animals when we go out on the porch anyway. So it's like, it's almost like he has two TVs when we turn that TV on. He can see outside the windows and see there's I a don't hummingbird. Brag, but we actually have two TVs. Whoa. That's very cool. Yeah. I have a monitor and a TV. Does that count? <laughs> I could I like know. hook up something to the monitor. I have a projector in my bedroom that I can hook up to my laptop and it projects against the opposite wall and... Marv would probably like that. Well, yeah. did did you ever put the stump on the projector? Haven't done that yet. Well, now you That's have, a good thing to do. You got homework. You I just put think... the stump on a monitor, and she's like, what the fuck is up with this? <laughs> you got a 50-inch color TV, and I'm looking at a fucking monitor. No, that's a Dell 22-inch <laughs> monitor. <laughs> I think Marv would know the difference, too, between the two stump, between the stump in the bedroom and the stump in the living room. So now that you're saying this, and yes, I did make that point, Two minutes before you did. But yes, the window was like her screen, her TV. Now, what I'm realizing since you said the stump is kind of like Marv's window, Marv's TV, is that this person on the YouTube channel, whoever the creator is, if you could call them that, um, has created almost like a hyper window. Yeah, it, it's the it's, perfect it, it, window. It's literally the same thing that she looks at with trees and birds flying around, but it's on like 2.5 speed. Like these birds are flying through every couple of seconds. Yeah. So active in there. Sometimes I'll take Marv out to the porch and there's just nothing going on. There's none of the there's none of the fun stuff that he likes to look at. There's no squirrels. There's no birds. And that happened to us. And that's when we started watching like Jerry Springer and stuff after school. <laughs> like we were like, there's nothing going on out here. Yeah. So he's getting disappointed by that experience. But if he was watching the TV and we put the stump channel on, he's guaranteed to have something stump to watch. Stump TV. Yeah. What's coming up next on Stump TV? Honestly, because we should consider, and we always do every episode, consider a completely new direction to take this podcast yeah. that's not right. podcasting. Production company. C- content creation for cats. KKK. Now, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> There's no K words. I also refuse to believe that it is a stump out in the wild. I believe it's a set. It's a set, yeah. It's gotta I be a think set. it probably is. I The background looks a little like uh, fake but it also you know the lens is sort of focused in on the stump and the animals coming through so that kind of would make the background look fake so right I off camera it's just a fucking pa pushing just slightly pushing a pushing squirrel a tiny little chipmunk or something yeah I mean, an orphaned chipmunk that they've that they've bottle raised and isn't afraid of people the it's, longest that we watched this channel was for like half an hour just like when we basically were first getting into it and letting marv enjoy it and it took that long, but eventually a little rabbit came by. Oh. And so that's like for the real like heads that's of for this the, show. That's the, like, it's kind of like edging yeah. a little bit. You stick around long enough, you'll see the rabbit. 
It's a good get, you know, the, for the casting it's people. Like a, yeah. like, do you think we can get a rabbit? Celebrity cameo. Yeah. Quiet on the set. We have the rabbit. <laughs> um, we got the rabbit for half an hour. <laughs> That's all we have him for. What is the limit of animals that a cat would be interested in watching on TV? Also, like, could you, is like a, a big hairy spider, like, would a cat be oh. interested in that? I'd say that cats are not really that interested in cats on TV. Definitely not. Now, I've caught dogs watching the Westminster Dog Show. I've caught it multiple times in my life. It's on, and a dog kind of looking up at a TV. I, I've, I, I've, I've, I know twice that mm. I've seen it. Now, I, I don't think Lily would have any interest in a cat unless that cat was meowing. So you, so, and we'll talk about this in today's episode, but cats don't generally use meowing to communicate with each other. Editing this podcast, sometimes... I'll throw like an extra loud sort of meow in as like a transition. Um, kind of sounds like this. And Lily has looked up like what's what's the deal? I've listened to cat videos before where cats are purring really loud or or meowing, and I have I have seen Lily kind of come up and be like, "What? Who are you talking to here? Mm-hmm. What is the deal?" That's the thing. He, she's not like. She's not interested in the cat meowing because of the cat. She's interested in the cat meowing because it's a cat trying to horn in on her parents, who mm. trying to get steal you away from her. That is interesting. That's why they. That's why they rub on you. That's all that stuff well, is gonna, like to present ownership. We're gonna talk about that today. Uh, but Adam, you had something. Uh, I got it this different. week in cat. Please. I. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how often you guys do this. It had been. I. It's been. I don't know how long I've had Greg. Five or six years. I did my first deep clean. Of the litter box. Oh. I know. You're looking at me like this is gross. This might be no, gross. No. Like, uh, like, uh, I, I expected this to be a deep clean of like his nails, or I thought you were doing some, no, something on No, Greg this was himself. a weird thing. So, uh, he has a, um, the one we have that you guys have seen in our bathroom. It's that like mod cat. It looks like a, it looks like an Apple product of a, it's like a nice, uh, top loading litter box that I got when he was a kitten. And, um, I don't know how often you're supposed to change the liner in there, but I've never Once a month. I've never changed it. And uh, but there's also it doesn't smell. We everything seems fine. But I was like, you know what? I gotta change that. And so I just went on like Amazon. I found the refills, and they like weren't expensive. And I'm like, let's do it. And so I did it. I took it out. Uh, I Lysoled the whole thing. I put a new liner in there, and it it and uh, when I was finished with it, I put it down. It literally felt like when you, you know what? It's like I, I for me, it felt like uh, when I used to was when I was in college and I lived in the dorms, and uh, it was like right after they left and they had just cleaned the bathrooms, and you're like, here we go, <laughs> time to poop, and it's okay if something touches the seat. Do you ever poop at school? Uh, this was uh, in college in the dorms, but I'm actually uh, I'm trying to work on a bit where I have never pooped at school. Kindergarten through college, I never pooped at school. Wow, and I once. did it so many times. Some school was a very nerve-wracking experience yeah. for me. So in high school, I was pooping a lot. In the beginning of the day, I would, it would just like you know almost like a Pavlovian thing. It would just come to me, and uh, I would have said I was sick and gone home. Well, taking a shit at school is very dangerous because yeah. the bullies will descend upon you. Yeah. And the bullies love to be in that bathroom. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen... It's uh, kind of like shitting in their clubhouse. <laughs> I, know, I know. They're offended that you yeah. would even be there, Which let is alone. insane. <laughs> let them shit. I, it's the shitter. Yeah. Have you ever seen um, the Airborne, the, the Rock and yes, Rollerblade yes, movie? Yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's a whole thing where he, he's in there taking a shit, and I think the bullies come in there, and they dump water 
over the stalls, like under the toilet paper and stuff. So they Jack can't Black's use it. Jack one of them. And Jack Black is one of them. Yeah. Seth Green's in that movie. Yeah. Um, that happened to me. Like that exact <laughs> thing. They look under the thing and they see your they see your airwalks and they're gonna fuck they're gonna fuck with you. How did you know that I had? You're an airwalk guy. You're right. You're an airwalk guy. <laughs> so not you to were make an this... airwalk guy. I think up until you were doing stand up in New York. Airwalks, cargo shorts, the <laughs> Kevin Smith T-shirt with hoodie open combination. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you haven't changed that much. You are in a cool bomber jacket. Though. It is cool. <laughs> Um, I at least uh, at least this is a, a, a you know there's nothing on this shirt it's just a solid color I used to have like Dragon Ball Z guys and like I used to make my own shirts and oh. I would I would iron on like sayings that I wanted to put on shirts and uh, <laughs> what sayings do you remember any one sayings? of them was kick the Sandman in his sack because I was a big <laughs> insomniac fan <laughs> uh, I had one that said <laughs> I, had, I had one that said no you are okay oh man I'll tell you what. I, how, when, what year did I meet you? Uh, 2012? Or, and, no. No, earlier yeah. than that. Might be earlier. Maybe you're a little earlier. Oh, no, you're right. 20. Uh, maybe 08. 11. 08. Oh, was it 08? I was going to say, you I moved, moved to yeah. New York. Yeah, it got to be 07, 08. So, and it's the year 2024, and every day you can surprise me with a new little bit of your childhood sure. that makes me feel a little bad for you, but I then become overcome with joy because you've gotten through it. Yeah, You're a married br- man. You have a wonderful cat. I'm bringing it, and and I'm I'm basically married to my cat, and I have a beautiful wife. Thruple. That's right. Um, but yes, I I'm over it, and therefore I can bring it to you guys, dude, for gentle ribbing. This idea that you were making your own shirts. How did you sit on this one for over ten years? I mean, this was one. <laughs> the, these are many. I have pictures. One of the pictures of me on that used to be my Twitter handle. Now I don't have a Twitter anymore, but it was a picture young of me, fat Danny, young fat with a giant afro that oh, I, I had the entirety I, of high school. I've saved that picture to my phone on like since my like Apple, my iPhone like six. Well, then look closely at what my shirt says, buddy, because it says "No, you are," <laughs> and the "U" is underlined. He there was, Nick just thought that was like a no fear shirt or yeah, something. Yeah, of it course was not. Did. I made it myself. I went to a screen printing place all the time. There was one time where I, uh, I had them take a uh, like an anat- an anatomical diagram of a woman's uterus and put it on a shirt. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and then I wore it to school, and I I was never allowed to wear it again. But they let you wear it the whole day. What's the joke? Well, I couldn't take my shirt. Off. <laughs> it was just like no well, uterus are. It was like it wasn't. Thank you. That is good. Uh, <laughs> But that's uh, that's uh, I should have done that. No, I just thought it was funny to be like I love pussy or whatever. Oh but it's my like, God. no, this is the. But it's like making fun of the guys who who act like that. Yeah, uh, here is the right. anatomically okay. correct and that, explicit a, version of there's that. There's some feminism yeah. buried in there. <laughs> I was a, in there. I was raised by my mommy. That's right. She taught me right from wrong. Wow. <laughs> and she drove you to go get that uterus shirt made. And yeah. no, you are. Is that just kind of like? Oh, you would point to the shirt when somebody would call you the F word? I said, it's the perfect comeback. That's what I would always say. People would be like, why do you have that on a shirt? I'd be like, it's the perfect comeback. Wow, man. Uh, I mean, how many shirts do you think you made? 13. <laughs> <laughs> but we were talking about shitting in, uh, yes, in public of places. Course. So let's get back to what from. this podcast is about. Cat, shooting at school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they do have litter boxes at school now. Oh, they better. <laughs> no, that's yeah. not yeah. it. We're not getting If you that. watch enough Gutfeld. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my god! Um, is he related to Garfield? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gutfield. He's he's Garfield's <laughs> right wing 
brother-in-law. Has anybody ever made like a mashup of just like the Gutfeld and the in, we got the, in the Garfield? Uh, we have a lot of work to do. Should after we this. make a T-shirt that says Gutfeld and it just is with the, the with the like American flag like exclamation point, but and all a star? in like in like yes. Comic Sans bubble? Yes, my Gutfield God, over yes, at lasagna. <laughs> oh, shit. Listen, we're gut, we're getting crazy right now, but you. Can we go back to your this weekend, cat? You you did a deep clean. I did deep deep clean. I was just curious. I, I like you know, all all of us are cleaning our litter boxes close to daily at least. I we clean it every day. How often? Uh, and I that's I always read uh, every two weeks, every month, change out all the litter. We very rarely do that. The cats don't seem to complain. We're not getting any weird smells out of there. I'm just curious how often you guys do a, uh, I, a deep I, clean of the litter. I box. do it like one to two months. I mean, wow. it's like an oil change. It's kind of like you know. Okay, they tell you 3,000 miles, but sometimes you can drive it for a few other thousand miles if you want to. Yeah. But I still, it's still hanging over my head that I need to do it. What are you speaking of? Just a full change of the litter? Or I'm talking about washing I take, the box. I take the entire box. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, it's a classic one where it's got the three pan system, the sifter, and then the two pans. So I just take all of that out. I move the remaining litter into uh, one of the boxes, clean out all the rest of the stuff. Push, put the the litter that's been sifted back into oh, the okay. original. Once it's been cleaned, add more litter, add some of those you know crystal stink crystals, and then that's what I call cleaning. I think it's clean because that's on good. the underside I... of the sifter is a there's a lot of caked pee there. Mm. There's a lot of pee that the cat has stepped on and that the that is not getting brought up by the scoop. I found the three sifter thing. We did it for a little bit. I found it to be. It was hard to clean. A lot of stuff got trapped. Yeah. There are self-cleaning my... litter boxes that we could all get tomorrow, but one, if all it is is once every two months, I got to do a pretty yucky scrape job of, a, of my cat's urine, so be it. See, I like the idea with these liners that mine come with now. It's like really every few months, I should just take the whole liner, toss it, put a new liner in, fill it up, which is what I'm doing. But what I, ex- I expected to pull up the line, because I haven't done it in five years, I expected to pull up the liner and just see like either caked pee or I was worried just like mold or something. Or like another was, cat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there <laughs> like was nothing. one of Greg's kids. Oh, like, there's where pockets went. Yeah. Hey, pockets. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, you want to jump in the soup? <laughs> Once you know a cat's going to be in a soup, naming it is, is just so much funnier. <laughs> well, okay. So I, I change my litter completely, probably more than I should. And that is out of, kind of laziness and i think i'm losing money it should be something that i work on more like you're dumping it instead of scooping it i will scoop i will dump the litter probably every nine days something like that wow i'm blown away and then do a full new litter now am i scrubbing the box no we don't have a liner it's just straight box we but we change our box like every six months. I have noticed that. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it started with um, the fact that like we had your box, the box that you're talking about. It's the one in your bathroom. Yeah, the climb. We in. had that first in Brooklyn when we first got our cat, and there was some sort of spraying that was going on, and we were told like she doesn't like the the style of box. It's like she doesn't want to get all the way in like that, mm. and so we changed it. Uh, to a regular style box and then realized quickly, well, that lid is pretty important. So yeah. we had to find a, a different box, which is like a side loader that she would go in. It had a lid. And ever since then, you know, anytime there's any weirdness that goes on with 
my cat and litter, like Ashley and I quickly decide that maybe her box, we shouldn't, we shouldn't keep that box around. So kind of what you were saying is that the stuff that Lily was doing originally to the old box was her communicating with you that she didn't like what her litter box was. What a transition. Was what a, what a transition. Yeah. I mean, that does transition us perfectly into our topic, which is cat soup. <laughs> We've had a bunch of you write in your best recipes, and we're going to read them all for you now. No, today, Dan, we are talking about cat communication. Communicating. Cat munic. We all tried. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we've actually touched on it a little bit already, but there are so many different ways that your cat tries to communicate with us and different ways that it tries to communicate with other cats in the mm-hmm. world. And we're going to talk a little bit about it right now. Yeah. I'm, I think the, the main question is, do you talk to your cat? Constantly. That, and I do too. I think, th- you know, there's no harm in it. You're, if, he, if he understands me, if he doesn't. Talking with Marv is therapeutic for me, mm-hmm. and I think he gets the energy. We're having fun. I think we have like you know a, a a tone that we use when we're upset. And if I'm not using that, then he's just like maybe he's hearing like blah 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 or whatever you know is is coming out of my mouth, and he's just like all right, I guess the guy wants to tell me something, and he'll figure it out. Or if Marv is meowing at me, I try to figure out what he wants, and that's like. That's the level of communication you can have with your cat. You can kind of be talking. You're paying it. Like, I, I think, Gre- I, yeah, I think they're just happy. They clearly, we don't understand everything the other one's saying, but we are aware that the other one is paying attention to us. Like, Greg knows that I'm paying attention to him. I know he's paying attention to me. And so we're, uh, we're, uh, uh, interacting, if not commu- if, if for a better word than communicating sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, cats, I th- we may have said this a hundred times already, but cats, meowing is not something they do like feral cats don't meow because they don't get told or they don't learn that meowing leads to getting things that you want whereas if a cat lives with you with a human they meow all the time because they're hearing your voice and they're like all right he this is kind of what he's talking about you think you know? they figure that out or they learn because like I, we've see, all seen tiny little kittens do that they while, do it with uh, their mothers yeah, yeah they do it like at a young age and then it either works Transfers for them or it people. doesn't. Yeah. And so when they get adopted and they're in your house, they're meowing and you're reacting to the meow. Plus, I have read before, and when I say read, saw a BuzzFeed video about how you're not supposed to meow at your cats because it confuses them. Right. But uh, I, I've, I've done that since it's kind of forever. Fun. you got to yeah. meow back at them. I it's also, kind of I fun. like, you've said this before that sometimes you refer to Greg as a dog. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think yeah, that's call him fun. puppy all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, little jokes like that. I think it keeps us sharp yeah. as comedians <laughs> and for this show. And then also it's just like a fun way to interact with your cat. No stakes. Natalie gets mad at me for cru- for cursing. Oh, God. I don't know. Do you say cursing or cussing? I never know I which say one cursing. Is. Yeah. I'll, I'll say cursing. I say stick fucking swearing. Yeah. All right. And I do it all. Curse, cuss, yeah. swear, 
tell Marv to fuck off. It's fun. I tell him I'm going to kill him all the time. <laughs> I think that's funny. I'm I like, I will, I will stab you and, and we'll make you into a soup. My joke has always been we're going to bring you back to the shelter. That's fun, you know, too. It's a fun yeah. one. Never, not, would never do any of these things. But then every time I do it, Natalie's always like, don't a... talk to him like that. And yeah. It's like, like what? He just yeah. heard Ashley air come out of him. Ashley doesn't like, I've said fuck you to Lily a few <laughs> times. Ashley doesn't really like it either. I'm going to make you into a soup is absolutely, <laughs> and I know that wasn't even this episode. That was our, our last, that was our soup episode, but I, I, I am going to start saying that a lot. It's really funny. I threaten Marv, but in the right tone of Uncle voice, Fan so it's funny. is on his way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching. You have to, you have to really be into the show to get, but if you're on board with us, oh, really get all you have to do is I've listened to last episode and then this episode. I hope you did. I hope you did. <laughs> we'll we catch you up right now. A Vietnamese guy. Made cat soup and got his restaurant shut down. The end. And we should have never laughed at it. And we are vehemently working on reopening. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to cook dogs. And that's how we make it better. better. (laughs) Um, Okay. So the talking to your cat. I mean, you asked that before. It's okay for us. I'm I'm constantly talking to my cat. What I find interesting about Lily, my cat's looking at me in my eyes when I'm talking to it. Which I don't yeah. recall that with a dog, really. Like, Lily, like, when she wants something, she looks up at me and she's, like, really trying to make a connection and saying whatever she's saying to me. It's hard for me to not know what's going on. Now, pretty simple. The cat wants to eat some food. <laughs> you know, my cat it. doesn't want to go outside, so there's really just one thing. One time, she we forgot to put water down for her for, like, a day, and... Uh, she was saying stuff to us, and we were like, I don't know what the fuck this motherfucker's <laughs> talking about. And then she started drinking out of the toilet bowl. Oh, my God. And uh, I was like, oh, shit. And we were, I, I was like, but at first I looked. I was like, look at this dirty bitch right now. And I'm like, oh, no, wait. There's a reason. She's an animal who needs water. And then I ran and gave her water. So she's not a very vocal cat, is what you're saying. And when she's vocal, it's because of she really is, like, clamoring for She's something. become more vocal over the years. Um She'll talk. She talks to us a lot. I mean, she's always kind of walking in and out of a room saying some stuff to us. Because it's not always about food. You know, some cats, like, will greet you when you come home with a meal. And it's like a clear, like, it feels the most like they're saying something you can understand. Like, hello. It's never a hello. For it's never a hello, it's but it's a sound a, that's It sounds like, like a... Like you just got home and yeah, the cat's telling like, you to where fucking... where have you been, motherfucker? I've been waiting here. Uh, you know, and also she does that to, to us a lot when we come home. And she's like, where have you been? But clearly she was sleeping all day. Like mm-hmm. she's still stretching and kind of like waking up. And I'm like, you can't be mad. You were sleeping in the exact same spot that I left you in. Yeah. I think Marv kills the time that he knows nobody's going to be at home by just sleeping it off. He just wishes... He just wishes it away. The time goes away because he can't I've stand had days to like not that. have us around. You ever have days where you're like, I got I have money problems and, and I <laughs> well, can't afford to do anything. I'm just going to Yeah, can we just fast sleep. forward to tonight? Yeah. I mean, there were times in New York City where I would fill up on water <laughs> just so I had a full belly to go to sleep. And Lily in my, couldn't in even my, do that you because even you didn't a, put it down. Dude, here's a question that just popped into my head that's not on the rundown, but it is odd to me that is like... People own pets and they speak in their language to those pets and also in other countries. And is the cat getting the same amount of information or is there a cat who like knows Spanish but doesn't know English? Well, uh, if you take two 
cats that are siblings who are born at the same time, and you give one, and they're twins or as closely genetically related as you can. Separate you them immediately. One to, yeah, you give one to an American <laughs> guy and one to a Spanish guy, and they both interact with it similarly. I imagine they're going to pick up on about the same amount of words. Now, if you switch those cats, uh, I imagine that they have learned words and things, and uh, you know. So it's not just energy. Like I, I did read that cats. Uh, can are capable of learning up to thirty words. That sounds about right. But thirty, I mean, like, what are what? I can't think of more than five things that Marv has responded to. I know dinner. Yeah, uh, a lot of food he, he words. Likes that he likes uh, outside, and um, I think that might be it. I don't know any other yeah. words that he's really that. Got treat, oh, treat, 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 chicken and fishies. That's yeah. about all I can think of. Shrimps. L- Lily just sort of reacts to her name. I find that interesting. Yeah. See, Marv, we barely ever call him Marv. We mostly call him like Kitty or Butthole, or you know, we have these <laughs> alternate names for him. So he more responds to like Kitty. Like if we're talking about him, his ears will perk up if we use the the word Kitty. But it doesn't happen when we I, say Marv. I actually don't know that like Lily really recognize. Like we don't use the same words over and over again, trying to get her to recognize a word. So but like you do I, accidentally I, I, anyway. I don't have yeah, I think like, you know, like I don't know, just the kind of the cadence. She's really running off of my cadence. When I say gutfeld, Greg runs right to the TV <laughs> and he's like, Here we go. Politic comedy time. Time to laugh finally. <laughs> this is better than the stump channel. Uh yeah, I just feel like um I feel like I haven't really practiced that, you know, like I, I haven't said the same word like chicken or or treat in a way where like, do you want a treat? It's more like because you don't give her treats. I, I mean, we, we're const- she's constantly eating. Um, but <laughs> do you. So this was what this sounds like to me. You don't baby talk your cat. I do. Because that is a that is what cats respond to the most, I think, is that tone that's just for them, that's clearly not for the other people in the house. Yeah, no. You guys want an example of a cat knowing the word treat? Yeah. Hey, Greg, you want a treat? Oh, is he behind the closed door? He's climbing out a door. He's like... I think Deirdre has him in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no treat then. (laughs) Greggy. Sorry, Greg. You want a treat, buddy? Oh, he thinks you have it? (laughs) Now, is he he reacting to treat? Or just you're kind of like the way you say it? I would say I say treat. treat. Treat, Greggy, one treat. Woo! Oh, oh, several animals have showed up. (laughs) Greggy, come here, I got a treat, buddy. He doesn't have a treat. That's the worst part. You got to go get a treat now. Come on, bud. Poor Greg. So let's let us talk a little bit while we can about the the science of this. I think meowing is kind of the biggest thing we've been talking about. This is how cats communicate the most with us is meowing, and so there are some like scientific facts about meowing. Um, obviously the first one is that they're trying to imitate our voices or uh, some people say they're trying to sound like a baby in distress because that's what gets us up off our asses and does something to them. Um, but there are the different types of meow generally have different meanings according to cat scientists. So a short meow. Now, are we cat scientists? I think by now. Yeah. We've done a bunch of episodes of this show. We just did the street experiment and it uh, sort of worked. (laughs) Um, but the short meow it worked out for the animals who are all munching down right now they got they really 
They know how to scam you, Adam. I think they were just, they know how to get you. Yeah. Adam's like, look, my cat can recognize my words. Yeah. And then he's just like rubs his fingers together and everybody gets like 10 treats. You, sh- you should have done the thing that he put, you, where you put the treat in your pocket. And we'll see how far Mar- uh, or, uh, Greg's willing to go. Oh, I think Greg's willing to go pretty low for yeah. that treat in the pocket. Um, so the short meow is. Does it sound like this? That's a little longer okay. than short. Okay. I think the, the short meow, have you ever heard the like. Have you ever gotten yeah, like I've the heard quick me- meeps and Meep. moops? Yeah. yeah so sure. that's that. I feel like that yeah. is the most common greeting I get from Marv when I come inside, oh. or when I, or when I do something that he wants, like when I've achieved, like when we've achieved an understanding. Because I'm, I feel like I'm pretty good, much better than Natalie, at understanding what Marv wants, and so I think. <laughs> His little meow, his now, short meow. Now, I know meow. Natalie doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, good. You would never yeah. say that. No, and let's not make this the clip either. <laughs> but uh, that short meow, I think it means thank you or hello. It's like a it's like a good, you know? It's like a yeah. nice job. Have you ever... I, I don't want to skip past this. We can go back to the short meows. Have you ever seen your cat do a fully silent meow? Yeah, it's precious and also kind of sad. <laughs> like, to me, it's like... Um, like can I have some more, please? <laughs> like, there's like a little bit of Oliver Twist in yeah, like that. Like a, no, oh, it's it's just, you hear nothing. Silent. It's you hear, just I've heard those too, but yeah. it's just yeah, like just I've looking at you and just a meow, but just can't muster up a sound. Like I've been like, does my he- did my hearing go? Like, is my hearing gone? I need to hear something else real quick. <laughs> you start shaking. <laughs> yeah, say something. <laughs> and like, she's good. Uh, yeah, no. What's the silent meow? Do we know? I've, I've never. I, Marv doesn't is never silent. He's always talking. So I've I, never heard it. I usually see meow. it when it's like they just woke up or something. It's like they're so tired. It's just like a. It, it just can't. It's exactly can't muster up the energy for a, to a me, full meow. For Lily, when she does like the the silent meow, it it's really like I'm on the couch or something. I'm like sitting somewhere, and she like jumps up and like kind of has my eye contact. And then is like, listen, you're looking at me right now, so you don't need the noise. But I'm just letting you know, oh, I'm pining right. for something, yeah, either a pet or a or a treat or a something. So that is what the mid pitch meow is supposed to be. Is what they've narrowed down that mid pitch, that like you know that yearning sound, <coughs> kind of like that, uh, kind of like that. I think maybe everybody's cat has their own version of that, but that is the length of meow and the pitch that you're looking at when a cat is trying to say, I want food or water that's like the basic needs now. it sounds like a like a like i'm asking for something but i'm not screaming because we all know the like i'm screaming at you meow right which right. is the morning meow whatever but well, uh, I, and that i'm screaming at you at least the way marv does it and i've done this impression many times on the show is the long drawn out meow yeah it's the so marv can go for a long time on one meow he can be like you know, he can like go that long. Greg in the morning is more of just like a, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I you guys, no one wants me to go longer. Than that that. is that really longer. how it's how it is. Yeah, Lily does. He none will of sit this. right up there by his dish because what he he his thing goes off at like five in the morning, mm-hmm. and then when we get up around like eight or nine in the morning, he wants to. Uh, uh, he wants another snack. He wants second yeah. he breakfast. Gets, he gets a little. He gets a little snack when we get up. And that is, I'm annoyed at you. That is yeah. like, I've had enough of this bullshit. Wake up, or I've had enough of this. Not giving me my dinner. Give me my fucking dinner, mm-hmm. or not taking me out. In Marv's case, like, the longer the meow, the more he's trying to be like, are you, are you deaf, idiot? You should be listening to me. I'm trying to tell you clearly that I want blank it's interesting I, I in my mind it's like well maybe lily's like not old enough to do this yet but 
Greg is Lily's age, right? How old's Greg? Greg's uh, five and five and a half. And had he has he been doing the loud meows for a while? Yeah, ever since I got. I him. think okay, Lily's like Lily's like five, four or five. Or I've something. observed this too. taking she's care older. of Lily that she's not especially vocal, and she's pretty quiet when she does meow. Yeah, no, she does. I mean, she she, she really doesn't have a. She, I haven't heard her do like a loud, angry meow ever. I mean, she has, you know. You know, she has me on, but I don't even get like if she's locked behind a door or somewhere. There, there might, there's some meowing, but there isn't like a panic meow or anything like that. There so just isn't. She's never done the long drawn out meow. She's never been like no. so forward as to be like vocally annoyed with you. The annoyed is when we come come in and we haven't been around from mm-hmm. the, during the day. So it's a look. She's giving you a no, look. No, no, it's a it's a it's a it's like meow 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 meow. <laughs> like it's like a fast like go fucking do the dishes, you <laughs> son of a bitch. So she's like trying to construct sentences kind of. Yeah, it's like and there's a lot of and we're getting into it obviously, but there's a lot of like physicality there. I think, you know, the the head butting and and that sort of thing and the rubbing up against our legs, but and there are meows attached to that but they're i know the meow that you guys are sort of describing that your cats do Mm -hmm. she really doesn't do that ever um, that's polite that's honestly it is she only makes kind of like super cute noises too um we're i I think it's next (laughs) i just heard soup well we have the low-pitched meow the low-pitched meow is the the one that is actually genuine discomfort like guttural one like i've never heard greg do it but i've had other cats do it and like that's that can be like a you know, your cat's in some pain or they're not feeling good or yeah. something like that. So that's a meow to look out for. But uh, this is not an exact science. I think some people have observed their cats doing the exact opposite of this. But I kind of saw this list as being pretty accurate when it comes to Marv. Like these are kind of the ways that Marv meows and what they usually mean. And we'll get to that later, too, because I have some Marv meows for you guys. Oh, I'm pumped about that. I want to say, Nick, you tied a f- couple times. First, when Lily jumped on the couch, and then, oh, there's a couple times you said uh, with the eye contact with the cats. Um, do you know? And I've I've learned this a lot over the years. Um, cats straight eye contact can be like threatening and weird, but like a like slow blinking is like kind of like a, a comfort level for yeah. them. Well, so I literally on the we couch. We had a whole debate about we this. Had, we, a, we talked about this on this podcast. Oh, we it, have? Now, I what, slow episode might not all exist the time. Anymore. What our pussy friends don't know is I lost like six episodes of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we actually don't know what has come out and what hasn't. One it's that a we're foggy. happy about. Yeah. And uh, one that we're going to lose that we're right. unhappy about. Anyway, so we talked about this a little bit, but our our fallen comrade never heard of the slow blink before. Yeah, Zach mm. Broussard kind of embarrassed himself, let's just say it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of humiliated himself by not understanding what the slow blink meant. But the slow blink is supposed to be, you know, when you have like a connection with your cat, they'll slow blink and you slow blink back and yeah. you can communicate back and forth yeah. with it. But no, when I'm saying like looks in my eyes, it's not. That's not what usually, you guys aren't like staring each other down. No, yeah. but, like, but also like at. that yeah. that slow blink usually happens. She's like in her cat bed. She's like content, happy. We're all home. Mm-hmm. She looks at me. We're slow blinking at one another. It's a lot of fun. But when she's wanting from me and it's an eye contact, it's like a, she'll jump up on my lap and like try and get. She knows where yeah. the power is. She's like trying where to make the brain is. And she's like, I'm here. I'm, I'm looking at you. You can't avoid me. And we're looking at each other. And uh, I find that to be kind of interesting that she knows to like get up in my face yeah. and like that. It, she's not like staring at my like foot, right? Like trying to get it to do 
something, she knows that the power is coming from the head area. I think cats know what eyes do. And so they look at your eyes and they know at least between the two of you that this, these eyes are where I want to be looking. That that's how he's looking at me. Yeah. So that's kind of a higher level of thought. Yeah. That a cat has. Somewhat. But, but what that mouth do? That's what, we what that mouth do. That's our next category. Is <laughs> they definitely see stuff go in your mouth. Um, I mean, you know. Oh, you, do you think Greg's ever looking at you like eating a sandwich going, fuck, man, I need yeah. to eat that sandwich. Oh, my. He sits here on the ledge. As I'm putting stuff in my mouth, he will put his paw out and try to redirect it <laughs> yeah. to his mouth. Yeah. And you're like, that's pretty funny. It is pretty And sometimes funny. you let him do it. You're like, yeah, a little piece of chicken. Very cavalier. My cat has gotten that way too lately. And I don't know if it's old age or more comfort I, with us, oh but boy. he's like right up on my plate. He doesn't care that this is dad's food. I oh. totally get when cat, when cat owners are like, I'm going to draw the boundary and not let them think they can get up on my grill like that but uh i'm the kind of cat owner where i'm like i, I don't care how well, I, I said last episode that we just allowed lily to pull a slice of pizza down off our right, plate and right. we laughed about it because we were punch drunk the thing is i just cook too well to feed it to me. that's true yeah um so okay we've talked a lot about meowing but there are other ways that these cats like to communicate right well the big one the big p purring there we go that's this is a very specific type of thing because i think a lot of people really think about purring as like oh your cat's happy and that's a happy sound but there's actually a lot of information about purring that we don't know like scientists don't know exactly where the purr comes from they really haven't even narrowed it's down funny. how they make the sound. i saw this on your breakdown and then went deeper and it's it's funny because some places say they have figured it out but they figured it out by like Blowing air through certain what I mean, it's blowing like, up a cat's ass and seeing what happens on that. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's like, oh man, do you remember that thing a few years ago where they had like, they had like a mummified body that was however many thousand years old, and like this is what it would have sounded like, right, and they right. blew and it was air, like, oh! yeah, because <laughs> they just the like funniest. blew air through the trachea. Like, yeah. This is what Pharaoh Imhotep <laughs> yeah. uh, sounds like. Scientists were able to mimic Nessie Amun's voice by recreating his mouth and vocal cords with a 3D printer. It allowed them to produce a single sound. So I've seen like similar studies where they're like, we blew air through here and it made that vibration. Yeah. So I, they, they have an idea of where it comes from. But yeah, yeah. there's a lot of questions still. With. They think it's it's uh, the, laryngi- the laryngeal muscles, you know, the larynx. And uh, it's stimulated through this part of the cat's brain that like starts oscillating back and forth quickly and that like reverberates through the cat and that's what causes the so we also don't really know like we assume that it's just when they're in sort of bliss right i mean yeah and and that is a main one but really they do it to soothe themselves so it's it could be like it's like sucking your thumb or something yeah or it could be like it could be like i'm I'm stressed and I'm doing this to soothe myself. Or it could be like I'm hurt. Cats purr when they're hurt. Yeah, they do it when they're hurt, which is supposed to be so. I've heard I've I've heard things before about they do it because it's like a whatever the frequency the purr is at is like promotes healing. Yeah. or whatever. Um, or it could be a thing that just you know comforts them, like some sort of I don't know fidget or massaging themselves. Whatever. Well, ha- have you ever like? Has it been like a you know? Like a snowy day, I guess not in LA for a while, but like a rainy day, a gloomy day outside, but you're in bed and it's cold out, but you're in your hot, warm bed and you just can't help but be like, mm, this is good, you know? Make a sound like, mm, bed. <laughs> okay, so, no, never. But Sometimes I'm in bed and I'm just going like, yeah. 
Um, That's a good purr. Thank yeah. you. How's mine? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like, like that windows. Pharaoh guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about this one? <laughs> um, oh my that's how God. Lily purrs. Is that weird? She puts her fi- index finger. Between yeah. Well, her. after you bonk her on the head with a mallet, then she starts doing, <laughs> and then her eyes turn into anvils. Um, <laughs> Little birds start floating around her head, and, and then she, she eats them. And she, then she eats, eats them. Those. So okay, so Lily now she doesn't scream and yell. She's not doing loud guttural purr uh, or guttural meows, but in the morning. When this motherfucker wants to get fed, because we do not have an auto feeder, she comes into our bedroom and she basically lays on our head or <laughs> our chest and she purrs in our face as loud as she possibly can. So there is a term for that that I looked up during this research that I that I had no idea about. It's called the solicitation purr. <laughs> it's a purr that's not I'm happy. It's like you're gonna need to do something to make me happy. Or like, can I? You know, it's like a please, daddy. Can I have some food? Yeah. And that's like, it's like a purring that's just trying to get you to do something. Just like the meow is, but this is less... little fucks. Yeah, it's less aggressive. It's their less aggressive way of getting you to do something. She hears a movement, then she comes into the room, uh-huh. and then she uh, will kind of hop up on our bed, and she'll start the purring, and sort of she walks over us. Mm. She'll sleep with us for a little bit. A lot of purring. And then when that doesn't work, she moves to items in the room. Yeah. She jumps on a thing and she starts chewing on a bag. Yeah. She knocks a, a can on the ground, a I seltzer call, can, you when, know. When Marv does that, I call it protesting. Right. Yeah. There, There is like another level of like, oh, you don't like the cute stuff. Okay. Yeah. I call yes. it rioting. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, that is what she's trying to do. That's I know that's what Marv's trying to do is like, I love you so much, and I'm so cute. (laughs) Look at how cute I am and how much I love my dad. He should give me some food for being such a good boy. I used to do this. And then you're like, well, you're not eating yet. And you're like, oh, yeah? Yeah. Fuck you, dad. Then he's like a a sullen teen. I'm going to knock your Offspring album (laughs) off the... (laughs) When I was a kid... Uh, I would wake up earlier than my younger... My brother's like less than two years younger than me, so we're around the same age, so we'd play and do stuff together. My little brother would be... He'd usually sleep later than me, and uh, so the dining room was was downstairs under his bedroom, and uh, if like, I don't know, nine o'clock or whatever rolled around and he wouldn't be up yet, I would just go into the dining room and I would loudly pace around the dining room <laughs> table and just go like, mm, 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 yeah. mm, mm. I, like I'm, I'm basically just making noise uh, trying to get him no. to wake up and come out and play with me. We said that cats have the brain of a two-year-old, basically, on, on the mind of a cat show. and Or a nine-year-old me. But, like, you know, kids act yeah. like that. I wanted people to wake up if I was awake, and I wanted yeah. to do. I want to start the day. And I know that that's what Marm's trying to do. It doesn't even have to be just about food. Sometimes it's. I think it might be him just, like, trying to see if we're still alive or something, you know? He's just trying to figure out, like, all right, the, you know, it's the sun is up. What are we doing here? We are their entertainment as well. Like other yeah. than other than the window, uh, basically <laughs> that's why they're watching us so much. They're they're you know we're they're trying to see what we're doing. The knocking stuff down. It's not happening at least in my home. Like when we're not around. Yeah. Do stray cats and and wild cats do this in a way where they knock a a tree branch down to get like something else, or is this something that they just Pets developed. I think pets they know, for pets, sure. Pets know that humans love their shit. I, I think so. And it's like, well, they're always looking at all this shit. What if I fucking knocked one of yeah, these things down? I, I think they do know what we like. And because uh, Greg's is very targeted. If he if, if I'm not getting up and he wants me to get up, uh, 
We'll, we, he could go around our bedroom and find a million things to knock mm. over, but he goes and takes, he knocks over my phone off the thing because <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm, I'm constant. I'm on my phone all the time. And so he goes right up to that and knocks it off the table. And the other thing I probably have in the bedroom a lot is I'll have my, um, I have a water bottle that ne- is no longer, I used to have a glass of water up on the thing. Now I have a water bottle with a top on it that is uh, on the floor by the bed in between like the nights. So he can't fully knock it over but he's down there batting at it and stuff because he knows it's a thing i like um i i again i know we're not scientists and uh you're like danny do they do this in the wild maybe they try to get each other's attention in the wild by knocking rocks over or something yeah but, no uh, or they bite each other and yeah stuff. i mean like at least marv isn't really doing that i mean when he when he bites it's like sometimes he's overstimulated or something and it's that but he doesn't bite to get my attention he doesn't bite because he's angry at me like he does these things when he's angry at me or trying to get mad. Like he will put his paw on top of my MacBook and just push it closed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such a dick move. That was pretty good because we had like a production Zoom a couple of weeks ago and it that happened. Marv started like eyeing it up. You see him walk through in the background and kind of look and then all of a sudden you see kind of like an ear by the thing and right. then all of a sudden Danny was gone. It yeah. was just, <laughs> it was like, oh, sorry, Marv knocked the uh, computer off the bed. Sorry, guys. And he's doing all the other things that are associated with like, I love you stuff like rubbing on me and right. you know hooked tail and rubbing his tail and you think it's supposed to be nice but it's actually like uh you know kind of a fatal attraction type of love I guess where it's like don't ignore me. Yeah. I love yeah. you. These people don't love you. Yeah. This computer doesn't love you as much as I do. So I'm going to close it. Sh- I'm never going to I'm going to sit on the keyboard. All right, so let me run through all the other sounds that I research. Um see if your cats do these. Chirruping. Do you know the chirrup? The um, it's kind of a mix of a meow and a purr. Yeah, we call that kind of like a little cooing while they're yeah yeah. Yeah. They no, both that's do that. not the chitter chatter. No, chattering is different, and yeah, I'll get to that weird. one. Chattering is uh, your cat is either really excited or really anxious, and the chirrup is more of like the greeting sound or like you know like kind of like the the short meow, but it's like the. You know, the, mm-hmm. I guess trilling also is a name for it, but like that. Now that's good. It's, it's like, it's like an introduction to a conversation. Lily only, we used to call it sort of chirping, but mm-hmm. when we got Lily, she only did that. Mm-hmm. She did not meow. She would just kind of go rip, 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 mm-hmm. and make those sort of noises. Um, and then as she got older and I guess more comfortable, she started to meow. Like I remember hearing her meow for the first time. She may just be like a stunted cat. She's in that young. Way. It sounds similar to Holiday. Holiday is mostly a, a chirper purr. And then like those late night loud toy meows. That's not like her normal. That's not like a meow she does in front of us. She's mostly chirps in front of us. Now I want to yeah. point out it is chirrup, right. not chirp. So. Just well, so that the uh, the true cat lovers listen. So it's like a churro mix with a chirp. It's a chir- It's like a hiccup and a and a churro. Okay. Okay. Um, Copy. But that's like a greeting. Also, by the way, if your cat turns and shows you its butthole, that's also like a hello to cats. Yeah. Well, so, Greg is saying hello to me constantly. Yeah. Marv always. <laughs> and Marv I'm Marv saying really hello back. To... All right. So then there's yelping. Uh, which I think did I yelp... say hello to you guys when you walked in today? <laughs> you chirped. Okay. Well. Um, yelping is like a pain thing. We've, mm-hmm. I, if you've heard the yelp, it's a horrible sound. I mean, to me, a yelp is you step on a paw. Or yeah, something. exactly. And so that's that's the a tail. sound we all know and love. <laughs> um, and then I talked about chattering, and then obviously hissing, 
is you fucked up. You yeah. Did fucked Gosh. Up. I think I, I've heard Greg hiss twice. Yeah. Marv eye. has only hissed at yeah. me once and Natalie once. What were they, what were they for? The, the one at me was, um, I was doing this thing. I was doing this thing where I was like <laughs> kind of smacking his tail. Like he was sort of smacking at me. I thought we were playing a game and then I would just kind of smack it back, you know, wow. like trying to sort of hype, do a, Cats don't like anything no, involving their tail. And he was telling you with that tail slapping you, he was telling you to stop. Uh, when, yeah. Because when that tail goes and it kind of twitches at you, that's like a to me, I'm I'm getting the communication of like, chill, you're overstimulating me and like I don't really like what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, you know, it takes a lot. It takes a, a whole lot of obliviousness on my part for Marv to get so mad that he hisses. And also actually I will say there have been times where he's tried to run away he's hidden under the porch and then i have to try to grab him and take him out and he'll he'll kind of hiss or get a little bit ornery at the fact that i'm trying to pull him out from under the porch but he can't be there all night god damn it yeah so i it's kind of i have to do it i forgot what natalie did but it wasn't good he didn't like it <laughs> i don't think uh, lily's ever hissed at me is, is greg hissing greg's hissed twice at me one time was he jumped out of his litter but he was in his litter box for so long and you could tell something was this was before he got on the medication for his urinary thing and so we had a bladder thing and he he jumped out of the litter box and was in the tub in there and i like went up to see if he was okay and he hissed at me like Ooh. without me doing anything so i knew he was in pain yeah. so i was like and the other time i was trying to cut his head off oh <laughs> uh, yeah well you gotta make soup now, somehow the other time i remember doing it is uh it was saying he was under the bed and he wouldn't get out from under the bed and uh i think i try I, I think i tried to actually pull him out from like the base of his tail and he did not like that at yeah all either, but so. you know sometimes you gotta show him who's boss like all right yeah. at the end of the day i am strong holiday hisses at me multiple times a day <laughs> yeah uh, holidays hissed at me yeah i mean she just and also it's weird with holiday greg's hissed i've never gotten like when holiday hisses sometimes she'll be just on your chest purring laying on you and then out of nowhere, she just hisses, and and, uh, it's and I weird. was I also want That's to point scary. out I wasn't doing anything wrong. Yeah, no, I I'm want sure Deirdre you were. to know I don't. Me and Holiday have a good relationship. She'll when has, I'm here. She has the same thing with Deirdre. She has with everybody, but Holiday will do it sometimes, and she's right up in your face when she hisses at you. And uh, I mean, I'm sure we've all gotten a whiff of our cat's breath every now and again. My cat, neither of them seem to have that bad of breath. It's just like it's not it's not awesome, but it's not like. But when Holly, when she hisses, you're like, what is that? Some other smell comes out. When it must she be hisses, like an and angry it's gross. smell. It must yeah. be like a like how snakes shoot venom. At yeah, you. it smells like a snake venom fucking hiss. Well, so <laughs> mostly cats when they communicate with other cats will just do this part is uh, body language. And so if you want to sh see like how cats really talk to each other, because cats can actually understand each other's meows on top of the physical stuff. How do we know that? We, I, cat science. Hmm. That's, that's what I always go back to. And a little bit of research from WikiHow. Um, <laughs> what this says about communicating with other cats. Do they cats, say WikiHow they fucking understand it? No, I don't know. Sorry. It's, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of like a person, a scientist or just a person in a lab coat just uh, grabs 30 cats and watches them for a year. And this is what they came up I with. I gotta get that job. So cats, um, they usually scent or they use body language. And so body language cues that we might want to know, hooked tail, good. You want to have a hooked tail, you want to get a body rub. If they're rub, we know this stuff. Rubbing on the body, hooking the tail, slow blinking. Mm. These are all A plus, your cat's into it, or it's into this other cat. Um, when they flatten their ears or when they stiffen their tail, no good. 
rock hard no tail. Yeah, when that tail good. gets stiff. What, what do flat ears look like? Marv does this sometimes when he's outside. He sees forward? like another animal. No, yeah, they're forward, but fl- but like pinched down, so you yeah. can't even. Sometimes, like, have you ever tried to clean Lily's ears? No. All right. Well, we, we sometimes we have to clean Marv's ears. And he will flap his ear closed to keep us out of there. Yeah. And so, so it's like, it's a defensive sort of. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're threatening me. I feel threatened. Here come the ears. You can't get in here. Cause that's what, <laughs> I guess they're trying to protect their, the good stuff inside. You gotta, you have to do something. And so those are the bad body language cues. Also, I've noticed from Marv puffed tail. If the oh, tail yeah. puffs out, something is out there that's yeah. not good. That's when we had the coyote under our porch. Yeah. He puffed his tail up, and I'm like, I mean, I, yeah. if I ever saw that, I would know Puff danger Puffed tail coming. usually comes with the, the big arched back and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, arched back, okay. not good either. The coyote that sneaks under your, your porch. Mm-hmm. You notice that Greg has a puffed tail. What other communication is Greg giving you, letting you know that they're dangerous? <laughs> you let me say Greg a lot. Well, it was, uh, yeah, you get one. <laughs> okay. What other communication is Marv giving you aside from the the puffed tail that there is like danger afoot? Oh, I mean the cat eyes, the big cat, you know, the dilated pupils. The eyes are going dilated. Eyes are wide, as wide as they go. Plus he goes, whoa, whoa. (laughs) That's when he sees a hottie though, the body. (laughs) (laughs) That's, yeah. yeah, what yeah, this, that's what they do when they you already said the hottie thing. The straight banger head coming by. <laughs> that's from is that from last episode? I don't know. We can't even tell. Uh one time Greg saw uh, uh the first time Greg saw holiday, his tongue fell out of his mouth, rolled all the way across the room, and he had to reel it back in. <laughs> that's just natural cat stuff. <laughs> he reeled it back in, there was like four greenies on it when it came back. <laughs> we'll talk about how cats' tongues are actually sixty feet long in the cat anatomy episode. <laughs> nice. Uh, he arched his back, March Marv arched his back, and he he was like slowly stepping onto the porch. He was like, you know, apprehensively, like he was a you know into into a tub or something. But it was just the porch that he goes out on all the time. Well, so. you're like, go ahead, get out there. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I was like, what's wrong, there, Marv? What's going on? You love it out here. And, <laughs> and then, he's like, do I have to? And so we brought then you him back turn inside. around for a second. And it's like the scene in Jurassic Park where there's just a, you think there's a whole person behind you, but you, it's just an arm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the, that scared the shit out of me. Actually. That's horrifying. Because I was like, also it was poor Samuel L. Jackson, right? That that got his arm ripped off. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was rough. Um, but so he then said, hold on to your butts. He should have held on to his R.I.P. rest of his body, <laughs> his arm off. But then, uh, so I went, I went underneath the porch. I kind of peeked underneath the porch, just saw like darkness for a little bit, and then eyes. And then I was like, Ooh. all right. We got a problem here. Yeah. Now, did you think it might have been another cat? At it was a point far bigger than another cat. Yeah, it was a straight coyote. Yep, um, spooky stuff. But Marv kind of tipped you off. He's I, I trust him now to know when there's real danger going on. It's pretty good. Body language is a, a, a is a big thing with cats and people. Also, I mean, I mean, I know you talk about rubbing on your legs and stuff. I read a little bit that um the. Uh, because we got, I got a lot of face smashes from Greg. Oh, headbutts, yeah. Yeah, headbutts, Headbutting is, is which a good I believe they're too. calling bunting. The mm. head-to-head is bunting. Bunting. I just, I just read that today. It's like a soft hit. I yeah, get it. yeah, like yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, head-to-head. With people, I was reading that uh, the head-to-head... Well, also, the head-to-head can also can be friendly and whatever, but it could also be more of a, a domination thing. But I really feel like with uh, when the cat is purring and up on your thing and rubbing on your head, it feels it feels more friendly. Yeah. Uh, what I found Marv likes to do is, um, especially when I'm wearing like a sweater or something, 
I'll like give him the headbutt and then he'll lower his head and like bury his yeah. his head in my chest oh, or something like that. It's very it's cute. Sweet. I yeah, I get the headbutting when she's trying to get my ass up. I get the purring and the headbutting. That's solicitation purr. But that's for the head. But normally, you know, I'm getting that around the 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 calf region. <laughs> that's w- w- as far as they can reach. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of that that stuff going on. The curling around that. It's it's. A, I always figure that's a cat hug, right? Are we calling that a cat hug when a cat comes yeah. by and kind of wraps? How about when you feed your cat? And then they come and say thank yeah, you. Yeah, they give you the thanks. Oh, afterwards. That, yeah, like oh. hey, that was great, dude. Thanks. Like I was like, then you know, it's more than just you're just a food resource. Right. It's like to <laughs> to me the idea that like, sh- yeah, like you you would if you, you were just like some piece of shit who like tricks some fat guy into feeding you. Like <laughs> as soon as you eat that awesome food, like you're not gonna go hug the fat guy. <laughs> you no. know, you go. I just fucking trick that fat guy. I'm out of here. I'll trick I, another fat guy. No, this but, is love. She com- she comes by and she goes, "Thank you. You did what I was asking, and now I give you this. Li- I wrap my tail halfway around your leg as I flippantly walk off and go take a fucking nap." She thinks that she's training you. Interesting. I, I don't think. know why. Well, who's saying this? That because they- she's she's communicating to you that she wants something. Eventually, you figure out what it is and you give it to her. And then and she keeps like, doing the same. Remember, thing. Remember, when I do this, that means this is what I want. Well, she's so I'm glad trained, we're on the same page. She, well, then if that, if that's true, then Lily has trained me and Ashley far more than we've trained her. Yeah, like yeah. she basically came preloaded. With the stuff that she does. The one thing is we've taught her that when we whistle to come to us and she'll get a treat. And so it's about as good because, you know, you you don't know where your cat is. You give a good whistle and then they come out. It's it's helpful. So that's the one thing that we've sort of kept up. But like I know they you think that Marv sits right when you're about to give it a give Marv a treat. That, that he was, sits. That was yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Deirdre, Greg sits. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can. Uh, I've been able to do it before, but Deirdre can do it consistently. Deirdre, Deirdre like spends some time and taught him sit. Right. I've. We've never. Lily has none of that skill set. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But actually, I did bring some Marv meows. These are oh. genuine Marv meows that I want to see if you guys have any insight as to what he might be saying. I'm pretty sure I remember what I was doing or what he was doing. <laughs> When I know. Should we guess what things? you were doing or yeah. what he's what he's thinking? I think you know. Just play it by ear. We'll we'll listen to it. You ca- catch any vibes that you can from Marv's genuine kitty mouse. So here we go. Oh, I know. These are somewhere between the short and the medium ones. You're. <laughs> Now, we're not allowed to talk about things like that anymore. <laughs> I was expressly <laughs> forbidden. All right, play it again. No, it's, I already, we already got the clip. I'm clipping it. <laughs> You're right. I, I broke my own rule. Now, this, I, this sound that he makes near the end, this sound here is like a trill, I think. There's like a little bit of a... Or a, a chirrup or something. Okay, there's so some, there's like a rolling of the R. To me, <laughs> yeah, he's conjugating verbs yeah, he's, in Spanish he's class. Spanish. He's rolling his R's. Okay, so to me, that's a, a want. Mm-hmm. He wants to go out. That's that's Marv trying to get out of the house. To me, that's you holding a treat until he meows because he's and he's telling you. I want that. I know I'm going to get that treat, but I'm just telling you, I, I just I want that treat now. Okay, so, stop messing so, around. So Adam's guess is he wants food. Me is he wants to go out. I'm going to play it one more time. Can you hear 
are are there any words you can make out from Marv? Yeah, let's see if <laughs> does any of it sound like English. Okay. Wait a minute. How? Chicken How? Noodle. Chicken noodle. See what? Wow. Now this oh, might be a tom- little tomato. <laughs> Wait, he, he wants to be a soup. <laughs> he wants to be in the soup. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I, so. <laughs> I feel like he really is saying out because I say oh. out. Oh, interesting. And so I feel like he really is kind of saying that. Now it He's does sound like a meow too. He's starving and He's saying oots, oots, <laughs> oots. 25 cent oots. oots. Salt and vinegar. <laughs> He's saying oot. He's Canadian, right? Oot. oot. What are you doing? Okay, so I'm right. You want right. to go out. So is Marv standing by the door right there? Yeah. And you're like, oh, he's crying. I'm going to go get the phone. I was and then like, you caught some on the tail end? Yeah. I was like, I need to capture some meows. Just for the future. I didn't even really think we were going to do a bit about it. I was just like, I might as well have some Marv meows on stage. You look at his voice recordings. It's just 4,000 cat meows. It really just is. Danny, I don't have any other voice When he talked about doing this, he was just going to send them to me and I was going to preload them. He sent me like 10 clips. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> trying to find the best ones was hard, too. We got four spots on that thing and <laughs> Three of them are audience from the 60s noises. <laughs> That's from the 60s. This is clearly what I don't like. I these are I don't know all of them where I was and where he was and what he was thinking. So it's less of a game and more of like a let's just listen and see what we can glean from sure. some of the rest of these. Because I do like to analyze it and I'm not exactly sure on this one what he was doing, but I thought these were good meows. I thought these were original Marv productions. That's an I. That's an I want something. But what is that one? To, to, to me, this is Marv is now pacing around your living room asking for dinner. Yeah, that's, and I'm pretty sure a, that is what that is. Yeah, all of these were taken in the living room, but a lot of there are a lot of Marv requests that that center around the living room. So I, it's just like I I feel like he's trying to form words. I feel like in a way he hears us talk and he's really trying to say the right combination of words in the right way all right i'm gonna try to th- i'm gonna try to <laughs> i'm gonna try to make out a, i'm gonna see if he's gonna try to say a word I'll on this next one. one yeah i'll throw see if I this hear is a longer words. one did you hear that last okay one? what was that man <laughs> so i sometimes he'll go full on like he sounds like he's gargling yeah sometimes. i was gonna he say tries, it was a little gargle he, he tries to go so high pitched <laughs> that he's he like can't even sustain it <laughs> Yeah, he'll do that. Yeah, like that. I think he. I think he, you know. Sometimes when you've been like, uh, I haven't done this since I was a kid. But did you ever like cry so much that like you almost threw up? Of course. That's what that sounds. I had like. a traumatic childhood. <laughs> yeah, man. Why don't you make a shirt about it? <laughs> I had a traumatic childhood. That's a great idea for a shirt. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm I'm not too sure today's the day that we're going to truly figure out the words that uh, Marv is saying. But I thought we'd give it a chance to try to see if we could put together some kind of a cat, universal cat translator. Because the person who comes up with that is going to be the the next Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It might be the, Jeff Bezos. The next coolest guy on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was, a, that was a great topic, and it was great listening to Marv. Shout out to Marv. Uh, we have one more segment. And it is Cat of the Week. Is that it? Is that true? That's true. <laughs> okay, I didn't know. This week's Cat of the Week is Tyler, the cat, who was lost just a couple of days ago around the uh, end of 2023. During a trip, he was lost at a Nevada rest stop. 
and was found at a shelter 600 miles away in Wyoming. Wow. So this cat made it all the way, the wrong way, because his family's from Illinois, made it all the way to another state, not even the next adjacent state. Well, maybe it was, but 600 miles away, quite a fucking journey for this cat to take. In like a week? Yeah, in a week, in less than a week. There's no way like four days. someone didn't pick this cat up and put it in a car. Also, you don't know like, what happened. How do they know? The cat's chipped? Chipped. Okay. So the cat got chipped. The rescue people at Wyoming called his parents who were like, fuck, we just lost this guy. And so the rescue people actually arranged a service, which is just a bunch of like independent cat lovers who do a service where they take each leg of a trip to get a cat across the country to where it's going. God, the second to last leg has been really, really tumultuous. Thank God there's only one more leg to go. Here he is, Fan Quok. Great, could you bring this? <laughs> <laughs> we got one more leg. We'll get never this get over this cat soup. Um, well, what's his name? Jeffrey? Tyler. Tyler. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> This one's for you. That's all I got. It doesn't say anything in the article. There's no, we don't know. We have no idea. Of course, there's no way we're I mean, going to know how he got there. He was reunited on New Year's Eve with his family. How did he get to the shelter? Does anyone know? Like, did the shelter pick who's him gonna up? Tell, who's going to tell the shelter people how he got there? There's only one person in this world who knows how Tyler got there, and that's Tyler. Uh, that has been the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to find us on the internet, go on Instagram. We are at PussyBoysPod. You can email us at PussyBoysPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want your cat's name, shout it out. There's a really cool way to do it. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review. And in that review, name your cat and or cats. Folks, that's been the show. Thank you for listening. Meow. Meow.